Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal lovers out in Radioland, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I wish you a very happy Saturday. You know, I can't believe we're already into November, which means a lot of you are probably thinking about holiday shopping. Well, did you know there is a very easy way to take care of all the folks on your list via online shopping that will also help homeless pets? Chris Rubin from AdoptAShelter.com will be stopping by shortly to fill you in on all the details. Then, after our halftime break, Rich Avanzino from Maddie's Fund has some great news about the largest and most successful adoption event that I've ever heard of. You won't believe how many homeless pets were placed into loving families. So keep your radio tuned to KJAZZ 88.1 FM, and we'll be back after a quick message from the station. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and if you're like me, you're already starting to panic about how you're going to have time to finish all your holiday shopping. I know it's only November, but it is officially holiday shopping season. So with that, I'd like to welcome Chris Rubin, the founder and CEO of AdoptAShelter.com to the program. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm lovely. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm uh, starting to panic already, like I said, about all the holiday shopping that's ahead of me. But I know that you have a very quick and easy way for me and all of our listeners to take care of this, and it'll also help out animals. So let's talk about that. Let's do AdoptAShelter.com is a fundraising tool for all animal charities across the United States. And it's quite simple. You connect to your favorite online store, whether it's Amazon, Travelocity, Walmart, Wine.com, through AdoptAShelter. <laughs> and in doing so, everything you buy earns a donation for your favorite animal charity. Well, how does that work? The retailers pay us a commission. We simply redirect that commission to the shelter of your choice. Oh, wow, that's fabulous. But do I have to do anything special once I log on? How, t- step me through the process. You will log on to adoptashelter.com. First. It will prompt you okay. to pick a shelter. Okay. If for some reason the shelter that you wish to support is not on there, you can add a shelter by simply submitting the shelter application. But assuming for a moment that there is a shelter that you wish to support, and it's in our database of over 1,500, you would simply select that shelter and then click through to any of your favorite retailers that you wish to shop from. And each time that you return, it will know that you have chosen that shelter, and now you'll just click through to your favorite retailer. Okay, so I do have to actually start no matter what, on adoptashelter.com. I can't just go to Amazon and it'll remember that I've selected, for example, German Shepherd Rescue. No, going through our site to your favorite retailer is actually what triggers the commission that is earned from the retailer that we then redirect. Okay. And is it like a flat rate, like 5% of all your purchases, or is every retailer different? 
Every retailer is, in fact, different. We have over 500 of them, and yeah. I would tell you that the average, when everything is uh, turned into donations and payments are made, comes out to between 25 and 3%. And that can really add up. Indeed. We have shelters that are engaging their community, asking the small and medium-sized businesses to order their office supplies, their business travel, through AdoptAShelter.com, and they're earning thousands each payout period. Wow. And it's really not costing them anything because you always pay the same price. Right. If you're going to be going shopping anyway, online shopping, you might as well do it this way. It's like a no-brainer. You don't even have to think about it. You're automatically donating. You don't have to think about it. You just have to remember. Oh, that's true. (laughs) 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 Got to put a big uh, sticky note on your computer to remind you. Hey, do you have something like that, by the way? Is there a little sticker that that your company puts out that can remind everybody? We do. We have uh, one that I have seen people put on the frames of their laptops. I have seen them on the back of cell phones, on the front of uh, tablets, and they also peel off very easily, so they're almost like a static cling type of label. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, we just want you to remember because, you know, whatever it is from travel to toilet paper, it all adds up to... Every an animal is cared for that needs the oh, care. Oh, so. wow. That's cool. You know, I know that I have used AdoptAShelter.com in the past, but a lot of times, just out of habit, I'll just go straight to Amazon, for example, and I'll forget to click through first. And then afterwards, when I'm all done and I've paid, all of a sudden I go, oh, man. <laughs> I know, and I've heard that more times than once. And in response to that, part of what we've done is we've enhanced the site to take away clicks. So once you've chosen a shelter, you're simply Adopt a Shelter Amazon, Adopt a Shelter PetSmart, Adopt a Shelter Walmart. Okay. So that it can become second nature. Oh, okay. So it's good to get into the habit anyway. And if somebody wanted to get one of those stickers to put it on their laptop or their desktop or their cell phone or their iPad, how do they, how do they get in touch with you to, to get something like that? They would email us at info at adoptashelter.com. That's cool. And we'll stick them in the mail. Cool. And do you have a Facebook page? Indeed. Adopt a Shelter. Oh, okay. And on the Facebook page, do you have some uh, happy stories of shelters that have reaped the benefits of, of this whole program? Well, indeed, if you look at some of the nice endorsements we've received from some of the shelters across the nation, it's always very encouraging to know that they're figuring out that there's really no upward limit to what can be done here. It's just a matter of clicking, shopping, and donating. And if you equate shopping with animals and you keep those two things in your mind, then you know that you're feeding, caring for an animal with everything you buy. That's really cool. If you think about all the shelters and rescues, and you do have rescues in your your database also, correct? Yes. As long as they're a 501c3. Well, in fact, we have a number of them that are not, but we do a fair amount of due diligence. Okay. And uh, work with some partners who help us uh, make sure that we're not setting somebody up who's a hoarder in the backyard with 15 dogs. Oh, good, good, good. But there are a number of wonderful groups out there that really make a difficult decision of whether they want to give the government the money to set up that structure or put it into the animals. And I'm not going to hold it against them that they choose to put it into the animals. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. So if you have a rescue or a shelter, uh, what's the process? I know you just have to click on 
a button on your website, but what is the actual process there for getting a new shelter or rescue added? You will go to adoptashelter.com. You will go to shelter application. You will fill in the information and hit submit. Okay. Within a short period of time, you will be advised that the shelter shopping page has been set up and you're ready to go. Okay. So you wouldn't be able to do your shopping right then and there. You'd have to wait a little bit. And would you get some kind of notification via email that the shelter rescue that you submitted has been approved and is now ready to go? Yes. Oh, awesome. And that happens okay. within, I don't know, 24 to 72 hours. Okay, that's not bad. So as long as you're not trying to rush anything last minute, you should be fine. Well, and I would encourage you to look through our list of 1,500 shelters wherever you are and see if your shelter is already added. In many cases, they are, and people are surprised to find out, hey, I support that one. Well, now you can support them even more. That is really cool. Tell me, what is the most successful shelter? I know that once a shelter becomes part of the program, a lot of the success depends on how much PR they do to get the word out that that this is a big uh, fundraiser for them. So what's the best shelter out there right now as far as their fundraising through Adopt-A-Shelter? I'll give you three examples. One is the, uh, I forget the name, but she is out in San Diego, and she does a great job marketing uh, to the naval base community out there because in the case of the Navy ships, it's my understanding they can only accept goods from Amazon. And all of them love their animals, so it's real easy to uh, engage them. Okay. There's another one in Tales High in Virginia was very successful when they had a budget uh, for, uh, sorry, a local employer had a budget for Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. And they then chose to do all of the Christmas gift shopping, which ended up being twenty to $30,000 for all the employees through the site. Wow. And got a very nice chunk of change. There's also Treasure Coast Animal Sanctuary in Florida that uh, is involved with a local business that does a tremendous amount of business travel every month mm-hmm. to the tune of 50000 and they book all of it through Adopt-A-Shelter with Treasure Coast Animal Sanctuary wow. being the beneficiary of it. That is amazing. So they really are reaping a huge benefit from this, and I, I imagine it's it just helps so much because... Rescues and shelters, so many of them really struggle because veterinary bills add up really fast, general food and care, housing, everything. It's it's a tremendous, tremendous financial burden for the shelters and rescues, and they do their best, but a lot well, of times they're still struggling. Well, everybody's working so hard in that environment, whether mm-hmm. it's employees or volunteers, so taking away or giving them an extra tool to raise some money that, like you said, is a Mm no-brainer. I would hope that people simply think of shopping and animals in the same sentence and go, hey, I need to remember to do this. Right, and it's not just holiday shopping, like you said, uh, starting with toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) Those regular rebuy items, that's perfect for Everything you could pretty much buy online these days. So as long as you're going to be online shopping, just click on over to adoptashelter.com. And you mentioned to me in an email a while back that this is National Animal Shelter Week? Indeed. The 2nd through the 8th of November, or the first full week in November, has been designated 
Okay. As National Animal Shelter Appreciation Week. Okay, and and of course we should appreciate animal shelters and rescues seven days a week, 365 days a year, every year for eternity because they're amazing organizations that work so hard. And I'm glad that you were able to put this all together. Before I let you know, let you go rather, one more time, how do people get to the site? What's the site web address? Go to adoptashelter.com. Fabulous. Chris, Choose your shelter choose and your go shelter. shopping. <laughs> there you go. It is so simple. I love this, and I love that you're helping so many people. So thanks for walking us through the process and telling us how it all works today. Thanks again for having me. We need to take a quick break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Rich Avizino, the CEO and President of Maddie's Fund here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I am just so pleased to introduce our next guest. It's Rich Avanzino, the president and CEO of Maddie's Fun. Good morning, Rich, and welcome. Good morning, and thank you very much for inviting me. I am thrilled. I've been trying to get you guys on the show for a long time, and somehow I finally was able to reach somebody who said, yeah, I could get that set up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry we're so difficult. Well, I'm especially happy to be talking to you right now because I understand that you had a huge adoption event that resulted in an astronomical number of dogs and cats finding homes, and I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. It was a phenomenal event for Maria. Yeah, we we adopted out 16,600-plus dogs and cats into loving homes, wow. and at the same time uh, rewarded the organizations, uh, the rescues and shelters that are doing the heavy lifting on a daily basis and saving dog and cat lives, the 16,600-plus adoptions resulted in these uh, more than 200 agencies getting $13.3 million. We had budgeted to spend $10 million mm-hmm. and was hoping to find homes for 10000 But these organizations, as they always do, just... Uh, blew it off the charts. Uh, They came through, and thanks to their uh, great work and wonderful efforts uh, in 591 different cities, uh, nine nine different states, uh, a lot of dogs and cats have happy homes today. Wow, that is just incredible. What was that? How did you plan an event like this? Well, it actually came from our board of directors uh, who wanted to recognize the spirit of the uh, of the little dog that really is the namesake of our organization, Maddie. They wanted to uh, start an effort uh, that would eventually go uh, countrywide in uh, basically building a no-kill nation, an adoption guarantee for all the dogs and cats of America that yeah. go to shelters and rescues. Mm-hmm. And the Maddie Pet Adoption Days uh, is uh, the first chapter in that. We actually think we can help build a no-kill nation by 2015. And really? the Maddie Pet Adoption Days definitely demonstrates that with enough publicity, with enough work, uh, with enough uh, focus and concentration, not only can we save the cutes and cuddlies, but we can find homes for the old and uglies, the injured, <laughs> the ill, and the poorly behaved. They all wow. go home into loving homes. Oh, that is fabulous. What's what's your big game plan for making, I mean, 2015 is right around the corner. 
It is. Uh, and what's so exciting is that the American people are ready for this. Uh, when we ask the American people that uh, what they think about uh, rescuing dogs and cats from shelters, uh, 70% think that uh, shelters should not end the life of the healthy and the treatable uh, mm-hmm. dogs and cats of America. Mm-hmm. 17 million people are going to adopt a dog this year, and they haven't decided where they're going to get it yet. Okay. Uh, 17 million people will have a pet, whether it's a dog or a cat. And if they choose to go to a shelter or rescue, we can have this adoption guarantee. We have 3 million dogs and cats in America that die for lack of a home. Right. So if we can convince 3 million of the 17 million people who haven't yet decided where they're going to go, to go to their local rescue or, or their animal shelter or use a, uh, a search engine like PetFinder to find mm-hmm. dogs and cats that are homeless throughout America, we're going to be able to see that this adoption guarantee gets fulfilled. And what a happy day that will be. Oh, the shelters sure don't want to end the lives of these pets. Nope. The pets obviously want to have a loving home. And the uh, workers who are uh, at ground zero doing the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. they want to have the happiness and the joy of seeing that everybody goes home uh, with a happy smile and a loving family. Rich, let me ask you this. I know here in Southern California, one of the problems that I observe is that shelters that are in lower income areas tend to have much higher euthanasia rates. And and I'm not talking about 10, 15% higher. I mean, I'm talking through the roof higher, whereas shelters in more affluent areas have no trouble adopting out pets. How do you get people who want to adopt who are in the more affluent areas to head on over to the shelters in the lower income areas where the animals really need the most help? Well, I think that's a great question, Maria. A couple of answers as far as I can concerned. One is using a search engine mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there is 14,000 animal organizations currently registered showing off pets on uh, PetFinder.com. Uh, they have about a half a million animals uh, looking for a home at any given day. Wow. Uh, you can contact those agencies where they're close by or whether they're across the country, and they will reunite uh, those lost animals uh, with the loving family. It'll take a little bit of logistic uh, challenge, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a doable thing. Another are there thing that's any, happening are is there in any the better volunteers? performing communities, they are transporting animals from the uh, organizations that are having greater difficulty into their facilities and into their communities so they okay. can also find those animals living homes. Okay. But we want to encourage in the process of transferring, not to just focus on the cutes and cuddlies, which are the animals that everybody wants to take home, Mm -hmm. but also the injured and the ill and the poorly behaved. Because once they've gone through recovery, once they've been rehabilitated, they have as much love and and, uh, affection and devotion to share as uh, the youngsters and those that look more appealing. That is so true. But let me ask you this. Many of the shelters in the more impoverished communities do not have the community support and funds they need to rehabilitate animals with behavioral problems or even to get them more than rudimentary veterinary care and thus they have no alternative, at least from their perspective, other than euthanasia. What can we do to help those shelters who are in those predicaments? 
Well, first, I think that they need to uh, get those uh, pets who are looking for a home onto the Internet so we can provide a greater pool of candidates to take the animals home. I think those shelters also have to be encouraged to take advantage of best practices that are being shown off at all the national uh, meetings uh, throughout the United States. One of those best practices is the encouragement of foster families is to take the animals out of the shelters put them in the hands of a loving pet owner on a temporary basis Mm -hmm. so that the animals can go through recovery, so they can be rehabilitated. Sometimes the agencies are able to provide financial assistance. Sometimes, because they don't have the resources, they don't. And the animal lovers of America step out and basically provide the economic as well as home environment uh, to basically uh, help these animals uh, go home. But it means engaging the people of America. America, more than 55% of Americans have companion animals in their homes. Mm -hmm. And of the people, when asked what they think of their relationship, they think of them as members, family members on four legs. Absolutely. And many of those people, not all, not all 180 million uh, dog and cats uh, that are in uh, loving homes uh, are looking for uh, foster. But if we can get 3 million people to help with fostering out of the 180 million people who currently have pets in their homes, mm-hmm. we've got the answer. We've got the solution. Everybody goes home. Everybody has a loving life. And it costs less for government. It costs less for the NGOs, the, the not-for-profits that are trying to save these lives. And it's a win-win for everybody. Does Maddie's Fund help out shelters who really could use a, a little hand? Well, we've given out about $155 million uh, over the last uh, uh, 15 years. Wow. Uh, just the Maddie Pet Adoption Days, like I said, was $13.3 million. Mm-hmm. All of that money goes to help the shelters. All of that money pays for spay and neuter surgeries and adoption promotions. All of it is focused on achieving the no-kill nation. And the communities have rallied. Uh, We now have hundreds and hundreds of communities throughout the United States that are no-kill. They've set the model. We also have a a great talent of professionals uh, coming out of veterinary schools who are experts in shelter medicine practices that are helping to keep the animals well when they go to shelters, but also helping in their rehabilitation and recovery so that they, too, can go home to a loving home. So we've got the expertise. We've got the models. And also, we got a lot more resources. Before Maddie, Maddie's Fund got engaged in this, the, the uh, foundations of America were spending less than $1 million on trying to help uh, shelters and rescues. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, that economic investment is over $100 million. Yeah. Fifteen years later, over $100 million, 100 times more money is being spent, and more resources are forthcoming. Now, has everybody benefited from that? Not yet. But the country is turning, and with the American people's help, by thinking of going to a shelter, by adopting from a rescue, we, we can create uh, the end result and, and cure a social ill that will make all animals celebrate. Do you have a resource page for staff and volunteers from shelters and rescues to peruse and, and look for ideas and perhaps uh, apply for assistance on Maddie's Fund? Well, what a great idea, Marie. I appreciate that question very much. Yes, we have a website, maddiesfund.org. Okay. M-A-D-D-I-E-S-F-U-N-D dot O-R-G. We also have um, 
monthly webinars, uh, usually two or three times a month. We have webinars for shelter workers, shelter volunteers, shelter boards of directors, shelter executives on how to utilize best practices, how to make it more cost-effective, how to leverage your meager resources to save a greater number of animal lives, and how to basically uh, uh, facilitate the development of a no-kill nation. Because everybody, regardless of resources, regardless of where they operate, regardless of what their model or their philosophy is, nobody wants to see these family members on four legs forced to give up their lives. And I happen to believe that the mythology of the past is no longer relevant. It used to be said there's too many animals, not enough homes. That's not true today. These animals can and should be saved. They deserve to be saved. And the ending of their life is not a kindness. I agree. And I want to thank you so much for stopping by the program. We're just about about out of time. But before I let you go, let's give your website out one more time. It's Natty's Fund. Dot org, M-A-D-D-I-E-S-F-U-N-D dot O-R-G. It's got a wealth of information, talks about our grant giving, and enables the people of America to get behind the no-kill agenda. Fantastic. And it is time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, get set for Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it is time for Pet Place News and Events. I have a super exciting fundraising musical event to tell you about. It's called Compassion Rocks, and it's a star-studded extravaganza that will be held on the Dick Clark Estate on November 15th from 4 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. The list of VIPs, stars, and musical guests keeps growing, and it's going to be an evening that you won't soon forget. For more information, email CompassionRocks at Yahoo.com. Admission is limited, so don't wait to get your tickets. And also, don't forget to check out our website at www.PetPlace.org or visit us on Facebook. Just search for Pet Place Radio. Well, that's all for me today. Remember... Pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. (laughs) 